Welcome back to the Flux of Gold podcast. I appreciate you listening. I'm just walking and pondering. I've been walking around a lot today. And it's been really good. Sometimes it's good to just walk around. There's people that are not able to walk around. And it makes me think of the need to just continue forward, whatever that looks like. If you need to rest, then rest. But ultimately, we need to keep moving forward because there has to be, we have to keep trying. <laughs> you know, there, we need to strive to have faith in every footstep. That's what we're going to be talking about today. So Second Timothy 1.7 is super amazing. I'd share it all the time with people on my mission. I serve in the Idaho Nampa mission. I can think of a couple times where me and my companion would, missionary companion, be on on walks or whatever. And I remember there's one time there's this couple and they're like, don't talk to me about religion. Don't talk to me about religion. Don't talk to me about God. I don't want to talk to you. And I really felt like I should share Second Timothy 1.7 with them, but I listened with them, got an understanding of their situation a little bit and just tried to listen a little bit. And then I just was like, well, can I share the scripture? And they're like, well, you know, if you think it'd be helpful, and so I shared, for God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And I think there's such a power with that scripture. Gordon B. Hinckley, you know, one of the past presidents of the church, prophets of the church and whatever in the world, he talked about how if we all would read that scripture like every day. Like we'd be in a much better spot. It's true. When you let in fear, fear is not a like solo solopreneur, whatever you want to call it. He, he doesn't work alone. You know, there's always going to be other things that desire to be part of that. Misery loves company and surely fear does too. I recently heard this on the Invite the Magic Fanny podcast, which <laughs> I met her in Florida a while ago and her podcast is just really cool. So it's been really helpful for where I'm at right now in her life. But something she said was that the excuses are going to get more and more compelling. They're going to get better over time. And it's because you haven't taken action for whatever reason. And I've been thinking about this, just the need to get the ball rolling. Like God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. If we're feeling fear, if we're feeling this like constriction of thought, like we want to speak, but nothing is coming out, that is... Not the Lord doing that. You know, like when Joseph Smith was praying in the grove of trees, the only thing that the adversary could do to keep him from calling upon the Lord receiving the first vision was binding his tongue so he couldn't speak. That was the only thing the devil could do. That was the most powerful thing that he could do. Because Joseph that can't talk is a lot less powerful than Joseph that can talk. And the same thing goes with you, with whatever you want to do. I think sometimes we make the mistake of being like, oh, you know, I am this way or I will continue to be this way. When really it helps to consider that there's a partnership at work here and that's in line with the baptism covenants and it's in line with other things that I'm not naive to the fact that there are some very debilitating illnesses and situations, tragedies and such that can really hold us down for a time, kind of like the 
songs we want to sing but aren't able to from the songs and unsung talk. But there's a lot of power in just calling on the Lord for guidance, for perspective. There's, uh, there's a lot of really cool talks and stories and stuff from history from people I really look up to, men and women, that say, like, I look to God when, like, there was nobody else, nowhere else to turn. You know, it's like, that's from uh, Christofferson, the talk, uh, all the daily bread experience message that the church came out with, which I'll link. I shared that a lot on the mission. It, it struck me very powerfully where he's like, I'd gone to the point where all I could do is pray. Like that was literally all I could do. Like obviously I was working on things behind the scenes, but I'd pray for like any kind of guidance, any kind of help. He's like, I learned to rely on the Lord for daily bread that day. The Lord's bread is always going to fill us with faith. It's always going to help us keep going. It doesn't even have to it doesn't even have to look like bread. But if it has that kind of effect on us and it helps us out, then it's like, wow, this is true. I mean, recently I've been reading reading more scripture. I've been reading some like fiction from series that I like, and it's provided some direction for me, what the characters are going through, how they look at their situation. They're like, okay, this person's captured that I care about, but I also have this duty I need to do. And as they weigh out their options and they trust in what's going on, and they ultimately do what they need to do. They don't sit there forever. They, they move. And I think right now I'm in a part of my life where moving is uncomfortable and moving's always going to be uncomfortable. I've already moved across the country, but then there's moving in, in moving in place. And trusting that in that moving in place, I will get somewhere, even if it doesn't seem to be that way. So I would just echo this to myself. I'd echo this to you listening, that God has not given you the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. I think a sound mind is probably the closest, like, most beautiful thing. Because so many of these distractions and whatever, this is why I will never watch The Bachelor and all these other kind of whatever garbage shows. Pardon that, <laughs> whatever, whatever, you know, we all can disagree. Those things fill me with confusion. They've never actually edified me ever. I think we can teach ourselves what to look for so you could find something potentially useful or edifying even in something like that. But it's still ultimately not worth it. You know, I'd rather take the bread of faith from the Lord than a feast from from the world it's just it's just hard that way but it's like that what else what else are we going to do because the lord is the only one who's actually able to satisfy us whereas the world can only fill our stomachs with more desire it doesn't actually feed us or anything it's like that talk be faithful not faithless from stephen w owen i think he talked about those guys who really meant well and they fed all of these this straw to these deer because they're like, oh, at least they won't starve and they'll be okay. When they came back, they found those same deer that were in danger of being starved because they didn't have any food, starved with their stomachs full. Stomachs were full, but there's no nourishment whatsoever. So I don't know where your words of faith come from, Hopefully this podcast provides some kind of direction or help. I don't know. 
I don't know. All I know is that like this has been so on my mind for a while doing this podcast and now we're doing it even if it's in this rudimentary basic form. But I think it's better than nothing. Surely for me, it's much more than nothing. So this is uh, the Flex of Gold podcast. And I hope that today you consider what can be done in your life to help help you keep going and trust in the fuel the Lord has already given you and trust that he will continue to provide fuel and faith and sound mind and courage and hope and love for your journey forward. Even if that includes some really uncomfortable moves, I know he's in the details of all the best, best things that, you know, has ever happened really. So We'll just leave it at that, and don't forget the flexibility pickup today will shine for you tomorrow.